Welcome to episode 27 of the Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, pumped to spend some time with you today. We're going to talk about how to elevate your brand, sell more, reach more customers, and grow your online business through the power of storytelling. And we'll dive into a seven-step framework you can use in just a moment. But before we do that, if you are considering starting an online business, maybe you have a service-based business, maybe you don't have a business, maybe you're just trying to get out of a nine-to-five If you want to create an income stream online, there's a lot of ways to do it, but the best method I have found is through an online business that's content-driven. It's built around what you know, what you're good at, what you love to do, how you've helped people in the past. And I teach this system for free in this passive income workshop that I have at my site. Go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. And what you're going to get there is a 45, 50 minute class that walks you through the four steps you need to start creating your first thousand dollars a month of passive income, even if you only have just 30 minutes a day to chip away at it. So it's going to give you the steps. It's going to give you templates and scripts, what tools you need. I'm going to simplify the process and basically reveal my business model for both of my businesses that spins underneath everything you see publicly. This is the model that allows me to get in front of you and allows me to sell to you and to people like you and create a sustainable income online. Check it all out for free at grahamcochran.com slash workshop. It'll help you out. If you're new to me, you're new to online business, or you started an online business and it's just not seeing any traction, you might be missing one of these key elements. So check that all out at grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Now today, I want to break down the seven steps to building a story brand. And the story brand concept comes from Donald Miller. This is all Donald Miller. Donald Miller, um, I first heard of him back in the day when he wrote Blue Like Jazz. So he was an author. He wrote fiction books. And he has become, he's like reinvented himself in recent years through his story brand framework as a marketing strategy. Um, And it's just mind-blowingly helpful. It's probably one of the most helpful things to come out uh, in the marketing space in a long, long time. So he's got a blog, he's got a great podcast, uh, his his guest host on the podcast, I'm forgetting his name right now, sounds like LeFou from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Gaston. If you go listen to the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. But his book, Building a Story Brand, you gotta read it. You just gotta read this book. It is so, so helpful. Mad props to Donald Miller. The subtitle of the book says it all. Clarify your message so customers will listen. We talked about a few episodes ago about how the problem in the world today is overwhelm. There is so much content. There are so many businesses, brands, YouTube channels, podcasts, you name it, that people are overwhelmed. And if you, as Donald Miller says often, if you confuse, you lose. If there's overwhelm, then people aren't going to tune in and buy your thing. If you can simplify a concept for them and make it clear of what steps they need to take, they're going to love you for it. And that has to apply also to you selling your own products or services. If you have a confusing 
sales funnel or a confusing positioning on your website and people don't know exactly what you do or how you do it or how it helps them, they're not going to click and buy. They're just going to go, you know, and move on. And so Donald Miller's whole ethos with his story brand concept is there is a pattern that's been handed down through storytelling for years and into books and now into movies that connects with humans, draws us in and makes us care. And what he has done is is taught a marketing framework, a positioning framework that any business can use built off of these seven elements in every good movie or story. And then he applies it to you and your business. And what I'd like to do in today's episode is give you my take on it and walk you through the whole seven step framework. Again, this is all Donald Miller. You should go read his book. You should go check out his blog. so I didn't, I didn't invent any of this. I have just found it very helpful. And I think you'll enjoy it because we all appreciate good movies and good storytelling. So the idea is if you unpack every good movie, you're going to see these seven elements there. Okay. The seven elements are a character who's the hero. Um, they have a problem. Two. Uh, they, that character, that hero meets a guide. Step element four, that guide gives the hero a plan to follow. Step five, and calls the hero at some point in the movie to take action. That step six helps them avoid a failure. And step seven, it ends in a success. Okay? There's a hero. It's not you, by the way. Has a problem or a villain meets a guide, guide gives him a plan, the guide calls him to action, that action leads him to avoid a failure and end in success. Those are the seven elements at large. The moment Donald Miller started using Star Wars as an example of this, he got even more of my respect because Star Wars is freaking awesome. So in Star Wars, in the original trilogy, let's just let's forget the prequels and forget the sequel trilogy because a little more controversial. Everybody who likes Star Wars likes the original trilogy. So let's just stick with that because it's safer and more politically correct, right? It's Star Wars land is very dev- divided these days. So uh, in the Star Wars original trilogy, the hero is Luke Skywalker, okay? He's the hero. And we know that very clearly because the movie starts talking about him and he's the young guy and and you, you get to know his story early on and he's frustrated. He has a problem, okay? His initial problem is that he is stuck on this farming planet and he, he just hates his life. He's a young teenager. He wants to go off and become a pilot and, and fly spaceships and be in a battle and amount to something. He wants to get off of his planet, right? With his uncle and aunt and kind of hates it. Um, Related to that, the problem becomes elevated when these droids land on his planet who are being followed and hunted by Darth Vader, the bad guy, and then Darth Vader ends up having his aunt and uncle killed. And so now all of a sudden this bad, bad guy is coming after Luke and Luke can't stay there and he doesn't know what to do and he's got no home and there's this bad guy in the universe and he's got to blow up the Death Star eventually. He doesn't quite know how that's all going to go down, but that becomes the bad guy, which is one of the elements, right? That's element two. The problem is he wants to amount to something. That's the internal problem. The external problem is he wants to blow up the Death Star, stop the big bad Darth Vader guy. He meets a guide, Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
the old wizard, the old Jedi Knight. He literally has a robe. He's past his prime, but he has wisdom and knowledge. And he tries to teach Luke the ways of the force and teach him how to use a lightsaber, right? That's the guide, okay? Gives him a plan, gives him training, explains how the force works. He calls him to action. He says, you gotta go. We have to go and get this message, find the princess, stop Darth Vader. He calls him to do it. Luke's like, I can't do this. I can't get involved in this. This is, I know I wanted to, but this is way over my head. He calls him to action. He helps him avoid the failure, which is, the Empire winning and killing everybody and getting the Death Star plans back. And the success is that he blows up the Death Star and stops Darth Vader. I mean, it's a very simple story, right? Every good story, Harry Potter, he's the hero, right? He's got a problem. He's got to start, stop, you know, he who shall not be named, right? Voldemort. And then all these other problems in every single book. And there's a guy, there's Dumbledore and all these other guides that come up, right? They give him a plan. They call him to action. He's afraid to step out and he ends up stepping out. He stops a bad thing from happening and he leads in success, right? You see these similar patterns everywhere. And so what Donald Miller has said is like, you have to apply these seven elements to you and your business. And this becomes really, really clear when you start to break it down. You start with the character or the hero. And I gave you a hint earlier, the hero is not you. So who do you think the hero is? It's your customer. It's your customer. They, when they come to your website, when they interact with you online, follow you on social media, um, interact with your sales copy on a sales page, emails going out in a funnel, selling something, whatever, they have to clearly see themselves as the hero of this story. If they come, and this is where every business seems to go wrong on step one. If I come to your website, if you're a wedding photographer, and I come to your website, and I'm gonna, I love picking on wedding photographers because they're so easy to pick on. And hey, my wife was a wedding photographer, so I have some experience with this. If I come to your website and you're a wedding photographer and I see pictures of you, and I see this flowery long about section, I just love love and I love chocolate and I love beach beaches and I love sunsets and I've been holding a camera since I was five and I used to take pictures on the polar. I can't, if I, that whole website will turn me off. Why? Because clearly you are trying to be the hero of your own website. It's all about you. I don't see me anywhere in that. Instead, if I were to come to your wedding photography website and see a headline that says something about you are the most beautiful bride. So imagine I'm a woman and it says you are the most beautiful bride or you know you're the most beautiful bride or something about me being the star and there's a picture of you know a bride that's that I envision project myself on and you're using language it's like you you're speaking to me you know capture your perfect day your special day the way you've always dreamed like you're speaking to me about me that's a better start it's the, the language of your header the headline the, the, te- the biggest text on your page, the, that language should be speaking to me, the website visitor, not about you. It should be speaking to me. So you have to think about your customers and know who they are and you have to articulate what they want. Who are they and what do they want? Who is the hero? What does she want? Okay. Talking about Star Wars again, then the new Star Wars movies, right? This, the sequel trilogy, The Force Awakens, we're introduced to this character named Ray. 
She has no family. She lives alone on this planet. She's the hero. What does she want? She wants to be reunited with her family. She's just trying to survive. And she gets thrown into the mix of this bigger story. It's, I mean, it's, it's the same thing as the original Star Wars movie just rewritten. No offense, J.J. Abrams, I loved it. But, you know, because it's a pattern that works. We have a new hero. She wants to amount to something. She wants to know where does she come from? Who are her parents? Step two, element two is having a problem. So if you don't know what your hero's problem is, aka your customer's problem, there's no way they're going to buy from you. If you cannot articulate their problem, there's no way they're going to buy from you. Jay Abraham is a, another brilliant marketer. He's got an amazing book called Getting Everything You Can Out of All That You've Got. And Jay says something in that book that if you can articulate your customer or potential customer's problems to them better than anybody else can, they'll buy from you. When you watch a commercial and they're speaking to you about your problem with such specificity that you're like, are you freaking reading my mind right now? You perk up because you're like, these people get my problem and you immediately pay more attention to them. So you have to be able to know your audience's problem and speak to their problem. That's why you don't speak about yourself because they don't care about you. They don't care about me. They care about themselves. So Examples, if you go to recordingrevolution.com, that business, when you land on the homepage, you don't see anything about me. I'm Graham, and I am an audio engineer, and I've been recording since I was 15, and I've made records with so-and-so, and I do this. It's nothing about me. It's all about you. The headline says something. Let's pull it up right now because I don't know exactly. I've changed it over the years. Let's read it exactly. Recording Revolution. The headline says, create radio-worthy songs from your bedroom or home studio. From your bedroom. I'm speaking to you about your problem. If you land on my site at the Recording Revolution, you probably want to create really good-sounding songs, really good-sounding music with a bedroom or home studio. You don't have professional equipment. You're not in a professional studio. So the, the first words you see are speaking to you, the hero, about your problem. Those are steps one and two. I haven't mentioned me at all right? So you speak to them about their problem. I do this here with the Graham Cochran brand, right? If you go to grahamcochran.com, at least right now, on that page, it says, create an automated online income in your spare time. Now there's a picture of me. I'm not talking about me. I'm just telling you about the, the workshop. Learn the four steps for generating $1,000 a month of passive income in just 30 minutes a day. The point is not exactly what you say as much as the message behind it is you got to speak to the hero who's not you. Don't make your website or your branding or your social media all about you. It's actually about them. The brands that win are the brands that speak to their audience, make them the hero, make them the center of the attention, speak to their problems at steps one and two, and then three, you can become the guide in the story. You want to be the guide. You don't want to be the hero. We, we, we build our websites and our brands and write our sales copy functionally as if we're the hero. I review sales copy for my clients and students. And a lot of times what I see is, you know, I've been, you know, a fitness instructor for 30 years and I've done this and, you know, I've learned this and I've learned this. And there is a place for that, but they, they lead off with that. 
or they lead off with the solution. Here's your plan of action. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't even started this process. Step one is, who's the character? Who's the hero? That's why the, the hook, the headline of a sales page has to speak to, to me, the potential customer, about my problem. If you can get those two elements right, make it clear that you're speaking to me and that you're aware of my problem, I'm going to pay attention. And that leads to step three, which is our element three, which is the guide. The hero meets the guide. And you and your brand are the guide. You have wisdom. <laughs> you have experience. You're credible. But you exist to help the hero go on his or her journey and accomplish everything they've set out to accomplish. Your win is when they win. That's just good business, right? And so if you change the, the framework, flip the script, and stop trying to be the hero on your website, stop trying to be the hero on your, your blog or your podcast, stop trying to be the hero on um, your social media channels, look at your imagery, look at your, your language, the words you use, the copy, make sure that it's speaking to the hero, your customer, about their problem, and then introduce yourself as the guide that can help them and give them a plan. Okay, give them a plan. Again, there's overwhelm. Overwhelm is the problem that you and I can solve in our businesses, whatever your niche. So if you can speak to, if I'm a fitness instructor and I'm speaking to you, hey, you're trying to lose weight. Like, uh, if, if I had a headline on my fitness instruction page or my website, it might say something like, four steps to lose 10 pounds in the next month without any crazy diets or working out. Okay, that says a lot in one headline. And if it's the first thing I see, I realize that speaking to me, someone who wants to lose weight, in a healthy amount of time, a month seems reasonable. I don't want to do any crazy, stupid, weird diets. I don't have time to work out. So you're speaking to me about my problem. Now I'm interested. Now you can present yourself as the guide. Hey, I'm Graham. I've been coaching people like you and helping them lose weight on a healthy, sustainable plan for years. And I want to help you do that as well. I've put together a six-step action plan for you that you can download right now to lose weight 10 pounds in the next 30 days. You see what we've done now? I'm the guide. Ooh, I like you. You've given me a plan. That's step four of Donald Miller's story brand. Everybody wants a plan. That's what I was talking about on the overwhelm leads to opportunity episode. Don't just give lots of tips. Give people a plan. Your lead magnet, which is the free thing you should offer on your website and your, and your social media channels and everywhere, should be a plan. A checklist step-by-step -step guide, right? You know, on the Recording Revolution, I give out a six-step guide to creating radio-ready songs from your bedroom, okay? On the Graham Cochran side of things, I have a few different guides. Right now on the homepage, I have a four-step workshop they can watch, right? You can watch it too. I talked about it at the beginning of this episode, right? Four steps to generating $1,000 a month, passive income in just 30 minutes a day. They're steps. I'm giving you a plan. And then when you sell your products, your online courses, your membership sites, these need to be a plan, a step-by-step -step plan you can follow to get results. That's what makes you valuable, right? All to help them achieve their goal, okay? And then step five, you have to call them to take action. You have to be direct. So you don't just want to speak about concepts. You want to actually 
CTA, call to action. Give them a call to action everywhere you go. So on every blog post, every podcast episode, every video you put out, you should always give them a call to action. Sometimes it's the action is, hey, leave a comment below and let me know what you think about X, Y, and Z. But a lot of times, more often than not, the action you want them to take is to download your free guide, your step-by-step plan, your checklist, because that's going to get them results. Hey, it's going to get them on your email list where you can then pitch your products to them as well. And then they, you can call them to take action to buy. Okay? You can't just speak to them with flowery language. You also have to tell them what you want them to do. Everyone is looking for someone to tell them what to do. We may not say that. We may act like we don't want anybody to tell us what to do. I could do what I want. No one's the boss of me. But we're all overwhelmed. We're all insecure. And when we're looking for answers in whatever niche or area we are insecure about, we're looking for someone who knows who we are, makes us feel like the hero, understands our problem, step two, shows themselves to be a wise guide, step three, has a plan of action for my life, step four, and then five, tells me what to do next. Hey, do this. Are you over, you're trying to lose weight and you've tried all the things and it's frustrating and you want to do it in a healthy way? Well, I've helped a lot of people lose weight successfully in a healthy way. I've got a seven-step plan I want to offer you. You know what I want you to do? I want you to download it right now and implement step one today. That's what I want you to do. Oh, we just, we all are looking for someone to, to lead us. At at every level, we're all looking for someone to lead us, someone that we trust, someone that we respect, someone who knows that we're the hero (laughs) and like wants to elevate us and see us succeed. That's why we love mentors who genuinely are, are for us, right? If you sense that someone is genuinely for your success and you find them to be wise and you trust them and they give you a plan and they say, hey, do this, you're gonna do it because you know that they know what they're talking about and that they care about you succeeding. So don't miss this opportunity to tell them what you want them to take action on. So on your, your homepage, the action you want them to take is to join your email list. You don't say it in that language because nobody wants to join an email list, but you tell them to download this guide that will get them this result. Download this checklist that will give them this result. You always want to give them clear action. And it should be about them for them and to lead to step six, avoiding a failure. And step seven, ending with a success. Either one of those or both. So I broke these down. I did, I've, I've gone went through the whole story brand process um, with this business, the Graham Cochran business. So I thought this would be helpful. I can break it down with my examples and you can fill in the blank. So for the Graham Cochran brand, um, step one, a character, the hero, what do they want? And it's really important to talk about internal and external problems here. I think we addressed this a little bit on the copywriting uh, sales copy episode but my hero is you, okay? So as a hero of the story, what do you want? Well, here's what I found you want. You wanna make an income online. Um, you wanna earn passive income. You wanna make money sharing your knowledge and passions. You wanna grow your business while working less. You wanna make money while you sleep. Okay? Those are really clear um, things that you want. Step two, the problem or the villain of the story. The villains might be other coaches online that tell you to hustle 24-7 or spend a bunch of money on Facebook ads to grow your business. I think they're the villains. I like to vilify them. 
<laughs> crazy people telling you to hustle and buy ads. Um, so that, you know, I can play to that might be the villain. Cause I know that some of you, that's those are the type of people you followed. Um, the problem will also be uh, you have a nine to five job that you hate. You know, external problems are the clearly stated ones. I need help or you need help starting your business or you need help growing your business. There's internal problems though underneath those, which are fascinating um, from what I've heard from you. You want the freedom and flexibility that an online income stream would give you. So it's not just making money, it's the freedom and flexibility of how you make the money, that it's passive in nature and you don't have to go into an office all the time and it can money can come in while you're on vacation. You can work a few hours or the hours you want to work. Um, internal problem, you want to be able to live life on your terms. And here's another one that Donald Miller throws out there, a philosophical problem. Life is short. I shouldn't have to work a job I hate. Right? So from how, how do I, how do I know these things? Well, Hey, I'm, I am my target market. I used to be where you were at. I hated my job. I wanted something else. I wanted to be able to work from home so I can remember what it felt like 10 years ago. Also, I talk to you a lot. I interact on social media. I listen to your email responses. I email back with you. I have students inside my coaching group now. Um, and I get to know you and I hear what you say. Well, they co you come to me maybe to, to start a business. How do I start it? You come to me to, how do I grow it? Not making enough money. But when I dive in deeper, I learn, you know, why do you want an online business? Well, I, I want to be able to take my kids to school and pick them up. I don't want to have to work on weekends. Um, I need to be able to go to bed earlier in the evening and get more sleep. My health is suffering. And by the time I get home and uh, make dinner or spend time with the family or the kids, like I, I don't have much me time and I'm going to bed late. I mean, there's so many things underneath it. I, I, I want to do work that I genuinely believe in because uh, I don't buy into the mission of the company I work for, even though the work pays well. Like there's a lot of internal problems. And I love the philosophical one because Donald Miller talks about external problems, internal problems, philosophical problems. The philosophical one is that, hey, life is short. I shouldn't have to work a job I hate. So I speak to these problems because I hear them. Speaking to you about your problems. And then step three meets a guide. Um, and again, there's more in the book about this, but Donald Miller breaks down this step to have empathy and show authority. And so under empathy, I speak with understanding, I say, I know how frustrating it is to work a nine to five job that you hate. I've had one, multiple. Um, I talk about your fears. I know how scary it is to start a business. I started my business in the throes of the recession on food stamps with a baby and a new mortgage and a wife I was trying to support. And I've felt like I can't do this. I'm a failure. So I'm, I'm being empathetic to you. Where can you be empathetic as the guide to your potential customer? And then share authority, right? And this is the one we usually cling on to. We're so insecure that we're not credible enough or that people won't buy from us if we're not credible enough. And there's a reason for that. We should show our credibility, right? But this is the one like we hang our hat on the most. Like, oh, I don't know if I'm credible enough. Well, that's half of it. Empathy is one, authority is the other. And that's where you'll have testimonials um, from students or past customers or clients. That's where you'll have social proof, like logos of websites you've been featured on or magazines or publications or whatever, right? So that's all a good guy needs to have is empathy and authority. Yeah, understand where you're coming from. If you have authority without empathy, you're a jerk. Um, dude, I'm super knowledgeable. I, I've been featured in all these magazines. I'm, I'm super successful. That's why you should listen to me. Well, okay, who cares? You sound like a jerk, right? But empathy without authority, 
it's just like a friend who's like, man, I really know how it feels. I, I'm stuck in a nine to five job I hate too, and I don't know what to do about it. Okay, well, that's, I appreciate you empathizing with me, but you can't help me because <laughs> you're stuck where I'm stuck. You know, you got to at least be a step or two ahead of me. So you need empathy and authority as to be an effective guide. And that's all your role is. You don't have to be the hero. You just have to have empathy and authority. Four, give them a plan. So there's an, a process and an agreement he talks about. And the process for me would be, hey, read this short guide I put together. Um, follow the checklist I've put together. You know, follow these four steps to create your first thousand dollars. Like, here's the process. I've, I've outlined the steps. It's in this PDF. It's in this free video you can watch, right? And then the agreement is... Um, basically, how, how does he put it? Like I wrote, you don't have to sacrifice your whole life to start a successful business, right? I'm, it's like a statement that I want you to buy into. Here's the process, follow this, this process. And, and beneath that process is how my view on the process. So if I'm teaching you, for example, how to start your passive income business, the, the view beneath that is, I believe that good business is all about giving, not taking, right? I believe that you don't have to sacrifice everything at the altar of your business to have a successful business, right? Uh, I believe simplicity wins. The simpler the business model, the better. So I'm going to share all that with my plan. I got a process and sort of like a mindset philosophy behind that process. I'm going to call them to action. Step five for me is I'll say, join my coaching community. If I'm selling that, here's a testimonial, right? or download my 30-day no-hustle business plan guide, right? Is download this, join this, click on this. Very clear, right? Just tell, what do you want them to actually do? And for us online, it's usually to download the guide so they opt in. And then I help you, step six, avoid a failure, which is being stuck in a nine-to-five you hate. That would be, I help you avoid that. I help you avoid not having the flexibility to take off work when you want to be with your family. I help you avoid the failure, um, you feel like you wasted your prime years when you could have given so much more. That's what I help you avoid. Step six. And step seven that ends in a success, the success I help you achieve is more time with your family. Uh, You can work when you want. You can't be fired. You can have steady income online. These are all successes, right? So this process that mirrors the way good stories are told works because it's the way humans are wired. We're wired for story. We're wired for transformation. We're wired for a journey. We're wired for solving problems. We're wired for happy endings. We're wired to avoid failure. We're wired to value and respect the concept that we need help along the way. Even the most arrogant and prideful, stubborn of us at our core know deep down inside that we need help along the way. And if we can get the right help from someone that's empathetic and credible and we trust and and who's for us, we'll take the help. So this framework, again, from an author who's written story, who studied story, who understands story, he applied this framework to his own business and it blew up Donald Miller. And then people started to ask him like, hey, how are you, can you teach me how you're doing what you're doing? I love it for him. I love the success Donald's having because he's now built another business out of this framework. He's created a tool that is just so helpful to business owners, no matter what your industry is in. But these seven steps are so simple if you think about them, yet so profound. And they'll change the way you present 
online. Again, going back to what Donald Miller's whole plan or point of his book and this concept is, story branding, is clarifying your message because our messages are so obscure and blah, 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 and I do this and I've got this and feature, feature, benefit, benefit, blah, blah, blah. So clarifying the message, who do you help? What do you help them do? What do you help them avoid pain-wise? What success, what does it look like for them? Like very clear, clarifying your message. Why? So the customers will listen. People, the last time I looked at the stats, um, people's attention spans have gone from seven seconds to three seconds. And they might've gotten shorter, which I think is like less than a goldfish. I literally think if I'm correct, that we, the humans now have an attention span that's shorter than a, a friggin' goldfish. If somebody, if you are lucky enough that somebody lands on your website, or you are lucky enough that somebody lands on your social media page on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you're lucky enough they come across a YouTube video of yours. You got three seconds, bro. You got three seconds to capture their attention. So what are you going to do in those three seconds? Are you going to talk about yourself? Are you going to show all the logos, things that you know, you've been a featured in? Those things all have their place. I've got logos on both of my websites. Are they the first thing you see? No. In three seconds, that's enough time to read one little sentence, one little headline. So the headline, if it's on your website, on the hero image, is the most important collection of words on your website, period. On your Instagram bio, they're going to glance at your bio. You better clarify who you help and what you help them do. The title of your YouTube videos and the title of your podcasts better be really clear what they're about and who they're for. Right? Be simple. Be clear, make the customer or the potential customer the hero of your story. Don't make yourself the hero. You are the guide. Understand their problem, internal problem. External problem is the obvious one that your your product or service solves, but what's the internal problem underneath that, right? A good example is when you see commercials for a vacuum cleaner, Dyson, for example, makes really good vacuum cleaner. When you see a Dyson vacuum cleaner commercial, you see usually, and I'm, I'm just telling you the facts, usually it's a woman vacuuming in her house and the house is beautiful. She's usually beautiful and the house is clean and she's got a smile on her face and she's doing it nice and slow, not breaking a sweat. Okay, the external problem that a vacuum cleaner company solves is we can help you get your carpet clean and suck up all the crap and Cheerios and dirt and stuff that your kids leave on the floor or the hair that your dog leaves on the floor, right? That's the external problem. But they don't market to the external problem as much as they try to if they're smart market to the internal problem, which is I want my house to look amazing so that I look like a put together woman with a put together house. So when my guests come over and my husband comes home, my kids come home, I look put together, right? Do you, see, do you see how that's more powerful than just, Dyson, it'll clean your floor, <laughs> you know? There's, there's strategic positioning if you understand who the hero is. In the case of Dyson, I would assume, and I don't work for Dyson, I would assume it would be the, the, the woman at home. And no offense to men, because dude, I, when I was single, 
I wasn't single for long and I lived with a bunch of stinky dudes. And then there was a period of time where I had an apartment before my wife and I were married. And then she finally moved in when we got married. But there was a few months where it was just me in the apartment. And granted, it was not decorated nice. I need my wife for that. But I'm a cleanly man. Cleanly? Clean? I think the word's clean, Graham. I'm a clean man, okay? And I like my house to be clean. So I can't decorate to save my life, but you better believe I had a clean house. At least the public areas that people saw. <laughs> so I can't speak for everything, like my bedroom. But I like a clean house. And so, yes, I need a vacuum cleaner. It's not just women that want clean homes, but they understand who the majority of the people making the buying decisions for a vacuum cleaner are. It's women, and it's women who want what? To look put together, to have a Pinterest-ready home, and a vacuum cleaner, it plays a small role in that. So they're going to position it in that way. They understand that she's the hero. Her internal problem is to have this, she doesn't want an ugly house. She doesn't want a messy house. She wants a put together house. So you are the guy that comes alongside and say, hey, use this tool, right? And take this action. Call now, you know, 1-800-DYSON, you know, available now at your local Walmart. Go now, right? Limited time, whatever. Um, so that you avoid the failure of having a messy house and you have the success of being a put-together woman that has the house that everybody wants to be at and that every other wife and woman envies, right? Whatever it is, I don't know. But the internal problem is the powerhouse, right? That is the magic button. So you gotta understand that your customer's a hero. Figure out what her or his external, internal, and philosophical problems are and then position yourself as the guy to come alongside him or her, give them a plan, Call them to take action so that they have a successful outcome and avoid a failure that they're afraid of. If you can do that, you become so valuable in the marketplace. And if you can do that in a clear, simple way, you do really, really well. Another good example I want to pull up that does this well is Carvana. Right, Carvana is um, a used car company. And much like CarMax or other places, they sell used cars, all makes and models. Um, and so if you go to their website, they have a few different tabs with different hero images. Right now I'm going to Carvana.com and the biggest words I see are the new way to buy a car. Okay. I don't know if that's super strong, but right above it, it says buy online, get it delivered, love it or return it. Ooh. And there's a picture of the Carvana truck delivering a shiny new car and handing the keys over to a family right in front of their beautiful suburban home. You're like, oh, interesting, right? They have another headline just below. It says, because car buying shouldn't suck. That's why our process is 100% online. We give you the power to control how you buy a car, not the dealership. They're talking to me about me and my problem. I, I don't want to go to a dealership. I don't want to haggle with a salesperson. I don't even want a salesperson following me around the lot. I would love the car to be delivered to me. Oh, and I would love the ability to be able to return it. I mean, they're making it really clear what they do and who they do it for just on the, the hero image. That's interesting. That's clear. You know, they're not talking about all the cars they have. They don't even talk about the way they save you money. If you scroll down, you see that as another benefit. We save you money because there's you're buying online. Oh, we have the highest standards of quality, you know, real-time financing. These are all benefits that if you scroll down, you'll find it. But the biggest benefit for Carvana, and they make it clear, is you can buy online, you get a seven-day test own, so you can drive it for seven days and return it if you don't like it. You know, you don't have to come to the dealership. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as my wife would say. 
they know that I'm the hero. They know my external and internal, the external problems are I, I want to buy a car and I don't want it to be frustrating. The internal problem is I don't like dealing with a dealer and the awkwardness and I'm not good at negotiating and I feel like I'm being taken advantage of and they speak to all those things, right? They're the guide, Carvana, we've solved this problem for you. Here's our plan, right? How it works. If you go to the How It Works page, right? Browse, buy, breathe. That's another thing that Donald Miller is good about. Three steps. Browse, buy, breathe. They make it super easy. All you got to do is browse. Buy the car you want. <sighs> Exhale. Sit back, relax, and experience a whole new way to buy a car. They just kind of give me a plan. Just first browse, buy what you want, and you're done. They simplify the process. They give me a plan, and then they give me call to action. See our cars. Create an account. I see buttons everywhere, Right? Browse all 18,500 vehicles. They're giving me calls to action and they're leading me to success. So you'll see this everywhere you go. But I, here's what I want you to do as we wrap up. There's two things. One, you got to go read Donald's book, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. It'll blow your mind. But two, walk through the seven-step framework, right? Walk through and at least jot down notes. Who's the character or hero of your story and what do they want? What's his or her problem, external and internal? How can you be positioned as the guide with empathy and authority? What plan can you give them? What are, what's the plan? What are the steps? What does it help them accomplish? What's the philosophy behind the plan? You know, where do you land? What action are you calling them to take? everywhere that they're interacting with you online. If it's on social media, what action are you telling them to take? If it's on your home site, what action are you telling them to take, right? Sales page, what action are you telling them to take? It's probably buy now, add to cart. And then six, what failure are you helping them avoid? And seven, what success are you leading them to as the guide? Walk through that framework and I promise you, you will have light bulb moments of clarity that will help you then go change the copy on your website, the copy on your in your emails, the copy on your Instagram profile or wherever you exist online, you'll have more clarity. Your customers will know what you do and how you help them accomplish that and who you're for. You'll stand out and you'll you'll win. It's really, really that simple. It's worth doing the work and, and it's enlightening. And don't be discouraged if you realize that you've been positioning yourself as the hero. Be honest. Say, man, I think I've been positioning myself as the hero on my website. I've been so afraid of being you know, not credible enough that I've focused on how awesome I am and who I've helped and a little too much, you know, or in the wrong order. I should really focus on them, the hero, and what their problem is and how I help them. And just be honest and be humble and make the changes you need to make. And then, of course, go read Donald Miller's story brand, Building a Story Brand. Super awesome book. Enjoy his podcast also. He's got some brilliant guests on it. Um, and it's, it's always a joy to listen to. Thanks for hanging out. Two things. If you're on YouTube, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this. If you're listening on iTunes, if you haven't already, please leave a review of the show, rate the show, and write up a little review if you haven't already. It really helps me out in the algorithm as well. And then if you want a plan to start your business finally, right, so that you can avoid some of the failures we talked about, right? It's a little meta because I've been talking to you about you. But look, if you're if you're dipping your toes in the water of this whole business thing and you're like, dude, business, I, mean, I just had coffee with a guy, brilliant guy who's like, I don't feel very entrepreneurial, but he actually is, but he doesn't identify as an entrepreneur. Maybe that's you. That's me. Don't worry about it. 
Just start the process. Four steps to creating $1,000 a month in just 30 minutes a day. It's all free at my workshop, grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Hope to see you in the workshop. I'll see you on another episode real soon.